0: You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie
1: and Marcus.
2: Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Hey, this is Marcus and Eddie. We're back. This is Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, sir. Episode
0: 28. Yeah, man. Banty Yeah.
2: So the what? What did I guess they call it the divisional round?
0: Yeah, the divisional round was this past weekend.
2: Yep. And so we are going to actually go over the wild card rounds first right. uh, because episode 27 was just before mm-hmm. the wild card round. Um, so we can go ahead and get into those games.
0: Yeah, so let's start off with the Bills at Texans. The Texans pulled that out 22-19, to 19, and I tell you what, Deshaun Watson was getting smacked around in that game. Yeah, that, Bill, that Bills defense was there. They were shutting people out, and it also didn't help that they didn't have Will Fuller. Um, right, yeah. Because Fuller was out, which is their deep threat, which they just stacked the box, played man-to-man, and they was giving uh, my man Deshaun Watson that work. But eventually they ended up pulling it out with those last, what the, was like the last drive, last few drives, and mm-hmm. actually uh, getting that dub. But well, yeah,
2: that's the thing. So the Bills, I, I thought one of their keys to victory would have been um, a fast start. And that's Absolutely. what they did. Yeah. So so they started fast, and, and um, for a while there, I mean, it pretty much looked like they were going to get that victory. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Texans were able to – Make some adjustments and
0: pull a rabbit out of their hat because yeah. Bill O'Brien, if the, he didn't win that game, his his job was gone. Yeah. Like it, it would have been over. Like you would have been, oh, sure. this dude would have been in the unemployment line, but such is life. So, what was the final score they got? Uh, it was 19 22. That's what I, uh, yeah. Yep. yep I yep. think we predicted that
2: one to be close. I,
0: we definitely did just because of the firepower in that receiving core. I mean, that's D Hop, Kenny Stills, all those guys. So, the next one we had Titans at Patriots and yeah um brady's out of the playoffs it's weird to say that right now yeah which oh. i mean we we did kind of say obviously
2: st- uh statistically he hasn't won a super bowl right not having a bye week but yep. i even said when when we were given our predictions mm-hmm. i well i guess it's not truly fair so i believe what i said was I picked the Titans to win just because I' I won't root for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. but I thought it was likely that the Patriots would win.
0: Mm-hmm. but man, Tennessee Tennessee showed up. They definitely showed up because I don't know what secret stuff that they ordered from Amazon, you know, with the space jam logo on it, but they have been rolling. Um, especially in this game, and they've been riding Derrick Henry hard. Big time. That is a grown man among adolescent, prepubescent boys. Like they, that that dude is carrying 10, 15, 20 people at a time. I'm being facetious, but no, he's legitimately running through people and carrying people to the point where they don't want to tackle him anymore. No. And he's just getting yards in the third or fourth quarter. Right, like most of their plays is literally fullback. i mean, sorry, halfback dives to him. And people are pulling up because they got kids and families to think about. Right. So, yeah, and it was a close one, but they pulled it out 20 to 13. Go, Titans. There you go. And then the next game, we have Vikings at Saints. And I tell you what, I'm pretty sure everybody and their mom picked the Saints because that is the dome. Yeah, and I picked
2: the Saints to almost basically run away with it. Run,
0: run away with it. And it was a shocker because the Vikings won 26 20. Um, Kirk Cousins showed up that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it came down to that last drive or uh, last few drives where uh, I think he had a, a bomb to Stefan Diggs or something like that, if yeah, I remember correctly. I believe so. Um, Yeah, dude. It was just one of those games where Kirk cousins actually closed the game out that was like prime time yeah. and you're not used to seeing
2: that well and and that's the thing so I don't know I I'm not a Kirk apologist by any means but I never I never how do I say it I wouldn't have been mad if they kept him as far as the Redskins right um I now I understand why he left obviously mm-hmm. huge payday um you know it's well documented how the mm-hmm. skins you know, played him and 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 all that type of stuff. But mm-hmm. having said that, yeah, I mean, he hasn't won in prime time. He hasn't won, you know, the Monday nights and all that other stuff. Um, but like everybody says, I mean, the playoffs is 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 a whole different animal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't all on Kirk one way or the other. Um, mm-hmm. I will say – so I've seen – I think that was probably the fourth or fifth Minnesota game that I right. watched all year. Mm-hmm. To me, that seemed to be one of the most complete games right. that they've played, both offense and defense and special teams. Right. So I figured t- – Excuse me. To be able to beat the Saints, you were going to need that.
0: Absolutely. And actually, looking it up now, I'm correcting myself. The game actually, the, the game did go into overtime, and then right. and then Kyle Rudolph caught that four yard touchdown pass from Kirk Cousins to seal it. But right. yeah, it was. And then there was the whole push off thing. The pu- the yeah, stand, that's right. The arm extension push off, which, in my opinion, in that situation, they're not going to call. I that. thought it was a good no call. It to was a good. Y- you got to swallow the whistle, and it's one of those things where it's like, I get the two previous seasons the saints kind of got screwed with um a couple of plays here and there you know the the whiffed uh tackle by marcus williams in 2017 right or uh what was it last year whatever, whatever that play was i forget the year it was but the whiff well, yeah that was the year you guys won the super year, bowl uh, yeah that's right that was the year we won the super bowl so that was in 2017 and then last, last year with year the um high w- hit against with the, Rams. the high hit, the early um, hit or too. pass yeah the, the pass interference thing um but that last play, that's a good no call. You know most most refs are going to swallow the yeah, whistle so and it play out. And the thing is so uh,
2: to me I I kind of think um instant replay is a gift and a curse, right? right? Um The reason I say that is because when you slow almost any play down, Mm -hmm. it's going to look worse or more egregious than what it really is. Right. And if you play it in, you know, just regular, normal speed, Mm -hmm. you'll see Rudolph temporarily, he just barely put his arm out there like that. Mm -hmm. And, but when they slow it down, you see the defender's head snap back like he just got in a car accident and all that stuff. So, you know, I understand. To me, there's no. One side or the other is not going to be happy about it. So no. I thought, okay, you just go with the call on the field. Because in the same breath, had they called interfer- offensive pass interference, I don't think there was enough to overturn it had they challenged it or right. had, had it been challenged. So I thought that was a good no call. But that was a heck of a throw and catch um, by Kirk Cousins or
0: Rudolph. Right. Um, the next game was Seahawks at Eagles. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to be. Uh I'm not gonna be, you know, that much of a, you know, Carson Wentz apologist in this situation. I'm gonna say this. He's gotta after digesting it, I think he has to learn to slide more in order to get that call. Um, because he was taken out um by a hit by Jadavian Clowney. Um, the 11th snap in the game, which basically ended it because Carson Wentz for the last four or five games was the engine of that offense with mm-hmm. all of those fifth and sixth Walmart workers that we use as receivers. Um, but at the same time, I actually right after I looked at the rule and it's like at any point where a runner or especially a quarterback gives themselves up, whether it's a dive or a slide, any contact to the head should be flagged mm-hmm. um but in the same sense Carson Wentz needs to understand that this dude has a 125 million something dollar deal um, he's getting 26 and a half 27 million a year he's got to he's got to protect himself um granted i'm not excusing what Jadavian Clowney did i think he is I'm going to outright say it. I think he's a dirty player, and it's just off of plays that I've seen, tackles that I've seen him made. Um, the play last season when he threw down Nick Foles by his helmet, um, which was completely not flagged last year, which was insane, on the um, on the um, two-point conversion play. I don't know if you remember that play. It's crazy. And I honestly think that he was targeting Carson Wentz and the fact that he launched with his helmet. Um, in real speed, it doesn't look that bad, um, The more I watch it, I don't know. I, some days I'm just like, you know, it looks really bad, and then other times I'm like, eh, it can go either way. But I think what my biggest issue is is that when you went and you see Carson Wentz going down, you see him launch, and then all of his body weight is falling on top of him as he's being already being tackled by another defender. And I think that Jadavian Kelly likes to think that he's slick, but he's really not. Because even, and we're going to get into this later, there's just plays where you can see where this dude is just making bad decisions as a, as a, as a, defensive, uh, as a defensive end. Um, and hopefully um, he cleans it up because nobody wants to see anybody go down. Everybody wants to see like, a, a, I mean, people want to see big hits and things like that, but nobody wants to see somebody getting taken out or... Um, going through concussion protocol and all that nonsense. And come to find out, Carson Wentz actually took himself out of the game. They didn't take his helmet. Um, and I honestly respect him for that because he's he's about to have a kid. Um, he has a family to think about. CTE is a real thing. And all he could have done was potentially injure himself more mm-hmm. or somehow put take us out of our best – Possible position to win, and uh, later on in that game, it ended up where Josh McCown actually popped his hammy. Mm-hmm. So and he played through the rest of the game. Yeah, I so remember seeing that. In the end, um, at the end of the season, I can honestly say, you know, I'm proud of what we were able to do with all the injuries we had. But in the same sense, I feel like we have to fix our training staff. It's been a it's been an ongoing issue. Since I've been an Eagles fan. Um, For whatever reason, guys aren't healthy. Our strength and conditioning staff is god awful. Somebody's always out. Um, Even on our Super Bowl run, we didn't even have our, our best quarterback. And I mean, granted, that was Carson Wentz's fault, but we're missing half our line. D backs are in and out, all kinds of crazy stuff. So I just think that. Long term, that's something that we have to fix if we plan on holding up a trophy again. Granted, we are a next man up type team. We are a, def- uh, a December back half of the season type team where we like to rally. We've been like that since um, Andy Reid's been there. But at the end of the day, um, we got to learn to take care of our players. And then, like I said, Carson Wentz has to make smarter decisions. He's our franchise. Yeah. <coughs> well, I guess just to
2: touch on the Jadavian Clowney thing, you and I were texting about that, like kinda when it happened. Mm-hmm. Like I said, seeing it full speed, I didn't to me personally, I didn't see anything nefarious there. I didn't think it was his intent to try to to do that. Now, having said that, had they flagged him for it and or let's just say ejected him for it, I wouldn't have argued. No. Right. Because but it looks bad. My only point of contention is just the whole thing. I don't personally believe It was intentional to hurt or take him out of the game. Um, But having said that, I've seen plays where players have been ejected for less. Case in point, when the Redskins played the Panthers, Mm -hmm. Ryan Anderson um, tackled whoever the hell their quarterback is. Um and they said he like went low, but his helmet hit the quarterback's butt mm-hmm. and they said he was like targeting or whatever and they ejected him. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we've clearly seen a lot less. So in that regard, yeah, I mean player safety, which you know I had told you when we were texting, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. But at the same time, like I said, I just I don't believe um Clowney did that on purpose. Yeah. Um we don't truly know because we just not we're not we're, in his we're, head. Yeah, we're not him um either way it's still a play that you don't like to see Mm -hmm. as soon as I saw it and he went out remember I texted you I was like well I'm hoping he's able to come back in Mm -hmm. um for for a few reasons but obviously for him that being his first playoff game right um but when it when it comes to the playoffs and I mean week in week out but especially the playoffs you want to see your best against their best right you know what I mean for the full 60 minutes Mm -hmm. um to have the most competitive game that you can have, and it's not to say that the Eagles weren't competitive because I thought McCowan, given when he went in, how he went in, I thought he played well. He played decent, um, yeah. And you, you guys, can't. you guys had your run game that I thought was was good, mm-hmm. and, um, we were, and it, it wasn't even like Seattle blew the doors off after that. The no. final score was the same as what it was when you guys played him during right. the regular season, seventeen to nine, I believe.
0: Yeah, we just couldn't close. Like we were right. able to move the ball inside the twenties. Yeah. It's just that it was Carson Wentz for the past five games was like eleven for eleven in mm-hmm. the red zone or something right. crazy like that, where he's just literally just he gets in the red zone, he's scoring so not having that as your guy i mean that definitely affected affected the offense a lot yeah um, but um shout out to uh, dK Metcalf because he definitely had a huge game he had a couple of huge catches in that game would he have 160 yards I believe something crazy like that yeah, something yeah. stupid it was the
2: most um i think he said a, a rookie receiving record for a right. playoff game right he, yeah.
0: he, he definitely dominated i mean he dude literally has like one route but i mean he he definitely shows up well so that's the
2: thing right about dK. I will say watching him throughout the year, he is he is he a Jerry Rice, right? No. No. No, no, no. No. No one is, even in their first year. I think he has great hands. He's strong. He does, He's very fast.
0: strong and very fast.
2: But there he I wouldn't say he has a limited
0: route tree. Like he, I'll, I'll say this. He knows he kno- like when when teams are playing zone defenses. He knows how to find the soft spot and squat until Russell gets the ball. Oh to him. yeah, and then he and then he exposes you, right? Because it's I mean your safety in your corner is not bringing him down by themselves, right? So, um, but yeah, he he gets yards. I mean, can't knock him.
2: I thought I thought honestly, especially okay. So when we went back and we did our per projections mm-hmm. and our predictions for for the draft and all that stuff yeah and where we would have liked to see him versus where he ultimately went Mm -hmm. um and then you know you hear arguments for both oh first round grade second round grade oh third round whatever yeah um i thought given where he was drafted and how low it seemed to be a lot of people experts and i'm doing air quotes for those who can't see me Mm -hmm. um for how low of an expectation they had for him, mm-hmm. I mean, they dude balled out. He definitely balled out, and, and then, it helps to have a Tyler Lockett.
0: You absolutely, I mean? it definitely because that. I mean, who are you gonna who who are you literally gonna pay more attention to Tyler Lockett or this guy? Who I mean, yeah, we know. Scouting he's fast, wise, they and, said that he wouldn't be able to run routes or do much. Right. So you're definitely gonna give your attention to Tyler Lockett, but also, um, there's been a lot of buzz within the fan base, like mad about JJ Ortega Whiteside. I'm I'm not throwing in the towel on that kid yet because it usually takes about three years for like rookie receivers to develop in the first place but well that's also, almost all players right that's almost all players not only that like this kid was the leading 50 50 ball catch receiver in the ncaa in the in, the, in division one football last year so do you want a 50 50 red zone threat who can actually run routes and and do things or do you want a guy that apparently can't run routes and is could possibly be a wash. It didn't show, it didn't work out that way, obviously. Right. But you're gonna go with, with the information that you have, and the information that we had at the time said that J.J. was going to be better. We don't know that yet, but as far as this season, DK is obviously paid better than J.J. But, we, but, but like I said, it takes about three years. So, I mean, I mean... Our basement is Aguilar at this point, right? But <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be that. But I mean, we'll see. That's that's where I'm going with well, it. Well, well, the
2: thing is this: what you what you hope to look for. So uh, obviously, there's a bunch of factors with transitioning from college to the NFL. Speed, right, speed being one. Yes. Um, strength being the other. Yes. Um, and then just how do you say to me? There's a reason veterans can. Drop off in say like speed or strength, but still be effective. Because they it's, have, a, yeah. It's because obviously they've the game it has slowed down for them, right? Uh, tremendously. Um, usually they're in a system that they've been in for a while, mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot working to their advantage. You're young, mm-hmm. you know, so strength, the speed of the game, learning an NFL offense. Even I get it. People say, you know, certain college systems are just like an NFL system. This and that may not may not be the exact same system that he was used to. Um, you know, so there's a whole bunch of factors. And that's why I always do feel like it is unfair to really judge and write the book on somebody after one year. One now, yep. And and I mean, I would say that if if he had, you know, a. MVP type season because right. you look at Terry McLaurin, you know, for us, oh, and problem. Well, right, and and you know, more so, we've seen it even with quarterbacks. Look at um, RG three, his first year, yeah. Right, that's all he had, yeah. Um, you know, now you can argue injuries, whatever, whatever, all that being what it is, mm-hmm. he had that one year, yeah, and so we've seen players start low and mm. have a have a, a better career as they go on and Absolutely. you see people start fast and and, and, and tail away so right. yeah i don't know and and then obviously too when when you put such great expectation on your team mm-hmm. like the eagles the fan base and the expectation they have for themselves right um Within the organization, Mm -hmm. you're expecting to win 12, 13 games. Absolutely. Um, You're expected to make a deep playoff run. Mm -hmm. So when, when, you're not winning as consistently as you should mm-hmm. um, when you are dealing and battling with a whole bunch of different injuries. Mm-hmm. And when you did have that, I believe it was like a two or three game stretch. seemed like everybody was just dropping passes. Yep. So I can see the frustration because that's every team. It wouldn't just be the Eagles. That's right. every team where people like, Oh, he's a bum. Get him out of there. Da, 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 But. You'll see it next year when reports of uh, OTA's mini camps training camp um oh Artega is running crisp routes he was snagging 50 50 balls. Right. he's laying out catching balls and everybody's you know back on on that ship so yeah, yeah I try as a fan not to get too high too low but no. I mean you know and 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 I know you're you're mostly like that as well but I mean uh, you see it on Twitter all the time too and yeah. it's just like yep. I, I don't know I don't get it. So that was the wild card weekend, yes, sir. So getting into the next round, which was this past weekend, the divisional Saturday round, Saturday
0: and Sunday, the divisional round, yes, sir. Let's go ahead and start off with, uh, let's start off with Vikings at Niners. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this game because <laughs> I said this a few weeks ago on our, uh, I think it was like episode twenty-five. Or maybe even uh, sooner than that, where I said, you know, the league is getting back to smashmouth football, and the Niners are literally the definition of smashmouth football. Um, this off season, they went ahead and got Yuzhchek, who used to be a what's what's his face, a Baltimore Raven, and this dude is setting blocks, clearing space, making holes for Mosert. Um, what's his face? Um, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Tevin Coleman, all those guys, and they are getting busy. Um, Even Emmanuel Sanders is getting is getting dirty. I don't know. I didn't. I even know of Debo Samuel until I actually watched this game. And that kid has hands. Oh really? Um. Yeah. uh, Yeah. He's a rookie. Yeah. He's a rookie. And Kendrick Bourne, problem. Like these guys are at times. These guys are dangerous. Um. Shout out to Kyle Shanahan in that offense. Um. They're run first. Jimmy's. I mean, Jimmy did have a pick. But overall, that's a well-oiled machine on offense and defense. Uh, Nick Bosa is a scary kid, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Sherman is a problem. Um, yes, he's older, but like you said before, when we're talking about uh, you know older players in the wild card round, you know he uses his mind more than yeah, his he's physical, so smart than his physical ability. He yeah. he's he's, he's going to pick his battles and he's going to jump routes. Like he he understands right. what you're trying to do on offense, and yep. that's exactly what happened. Uh, when he got that interception, um, I think he, I think he picked it off from Thielen. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it was it was Thielen. Yeah, so well, he almost to, stopped the route. Yeah, exactly. Thielen stopped the route, he and didn't then fight he back just back th- through it. And Sherman's like, "All right, cool." He back. almost looked surprised. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, you really threw it to me?" Yeah, exactly. So I mean, these Niners, I'm looking for them to honestly come out of the NFC, uh, the NFC uh, as division, cha- I mean, as uh, conference champs. Um, I really like what I saw, um, offensively and def- defensively from this team. Um, for whatever reason, Kirk Cousins. Um, I mean, they were getting to him. Um, they he were getting had no pro- protection. He had no protection all game. And it, and it obviously bothered him, and yeah, I mean, he looked like a quarterback that was getting hit a lot. Um, and, and his
2: receivers didn't help him
0: early either. No, I mean, he did have a, he did have a beautiful pass to uh, to Stephon to, to Diggs, Diggs and a Diggs, couple yeah. of passes to Thielen, and they did get theirs from time to time. But overall, I was just like, yeah, For, uh, yeah. So I mean, my
2: my takeaway from that, yeah, watching that. Kirk had no protection almost all game. Right. Um, Now we can all argue how to beat a pass rush, right? Yeah. Um, But just staying within the game and, 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 you know, what actually transpired. Right. Um, he obviously was forced to get that ball out a lot earlier. He wasn't always putting the ball like on the money. No, he but was not. These are NFL receivers. Um, your job is to catch the you ball. You gotta help him, right? Knowing, knowing he has no pass rush. Mm-hmm. If Kirk had all day to sit back and throw, and he's overthrowing you, he's throwing at your feet, something like that. You know, then, then whatever. But the ball was in in a decent catch radius. Right. I mean, you gotta come down with that ball, 100. percent Because there is no tomorrow uh, when you're in the playoffs. So I I didn't feel like he got got a lot of help there mm-hmm. but then I also saw the Kirk Cousins that everybody kind of clowns him for. Um, now obviously their narrative and, and, and most of our narrative for him is is the game is close. You know, within one score, they're on some sort of game-winning drive, and he turns the ball over, right? So that didn't quite happen. No. Um, but, I mean, they just they could not get anything going. No. They could not get their run game going. I was just about to say yeah, that. 49ers' defensive front is legit. Like, Obviously, they had Bosa rushing off the edge, but they play smart.
0: Very smart. Like, where was Dalvin Cook, dude? They gave him the ball, and he didn't go anywhere. He no. had nine carries for 18 yards. Right. Then it was over after that. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, this is going to be a long night for
2: Kirk. Because
0: anytime they were successful, Dalvin Cook was gashing people, and they shut all that down.
2: Yeah, I mean, they didn't even have a respectable run game. Because you would think if you can keep it moderately balanced, right? Right, right. I would say average three to four yards per carry. I mean, they they weren't getting anything. Nope. And at that point, the defense knows, what are you going to do? And then you get down. You know, uh, behind of a, a few scores, you got to play catch up. You're gonna throw, right. so they just pin their ears back and run and, and and rush the passer.
0: Absolutely, like like listen to these stats. Like Diggs had two catches, mm-hmm. fifty-seven yards. Fifty-seven Thielen, yards. Yeah. Thielen, five catches, fifty yards. Um, like like what's going on? Like it's, I, the defense is tough, dude. Yeah. You like usually like for within the past four games before the playoffs, they these guys were eating, mm-hmm. eating, like hats off to these 49ers defense um they're just pulling out like there's nothing you can do they're scary as hell and they're young outside of Richard Sherman
2: right and 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 just to kind of give the 49ers props um yeah their their offense isn't in my opinion gonna blow you away no they're but not. they they're all good at that old cliche of doing your job doing right your job um Kyle Shanahan, since even when he was in Washington calling offenses, I oh, mean, yeah. he will always scheme somebody open. hundred percent. In his offenses, somebody is always open. Um, so I mean, you're gonna have naysayers and doubters and all that stuff, and you know, everybody can try to go back and be nitpicky and this and that. That dude can move the ball, he can score. Mm-hmm. So I think they played within themselves. They played within the scheme and in the offense and, and it worked. Um Yeah, Minnesota was going to have to play solid and flawless on defense to even have a chance. But, you know, your offense is three and out, three and out, you know, things like that. You're going to get you're going to get worn down. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I thought that was a well executed game plan by San Francisco. and, And they won that thing going away and deservedly. So I I'm with you. I think they'll go to the Super Bowl, but we'll get into that in a minute. Right. So that was the Niners Vikings game.
0: Yup, and next we have Titans at Ravens. Man, Bruh. I think
2: I think the world was shocked with the, that. The,
0: yo, everybody, their mama, their grandmama, their great grandmama thought these Ravens had it in the. Bag.
2: See, and now, now here's my thing. So shortly after the game, obviously there was all like the memes and stuff you were sending me, <laughs> and I mean you couldn't scroll through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything oh, without man. without seeing it. Now I knew that that was going to happen, and right. um, I have a friend Damon on Facebook that mm-hmm. I was that I was. Um, uh messaging with and I forgot what one of his comments were but it was basically like saying you know all oh, the Ravens and their fans basically you got what you deserve talking all that crap. Right. Um I work with a lot of Ravens fans. <clears throat> I know a few other Ravens fans. Um nothing nothing even the players did really indicated <clears throat> that they had something guaranteed for them and and all that type of stuff but <clears throat> that's just how it is when you lose um, to me, when you when you go and you win that many games and what was it, twelve straight that they won down the stretch. Um, when when you do that, there's going to be a target on your head anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when the Carolina Panthers were like that, and I think they what did they go 15 and one that year? Yeah, dude. Um, that they made it to the Super Bowl but ultimately lost. It was the same thing. People were laughing at them, ha 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 ha. But like, why? I I don't understand. Isn't that the point? You play to win the game, as as uh, Herman Edwards says.
0: Absolutely. But
2: <laughs> watching that game, I was shocked. Uh, they couldn't get anything going. And same thing again. Lamar was a little shaky with his passes. Mm-hmm. Again, his receivers weren't always helping him. Tight ends weren't helping him. No. Um, they, to me, went away from their run game a little early. And I get it. What did they get down? I believe it was like 14 nothing. Yep. Um relatively quickly mm. and yeah yeah, it was 14 nothing because they have flashed the stat that yep. that they haven't come back from more than seven points more than seven to, points to, to win, win a game. game and i said to myself okay 14 nothing it's early they'll settle in they'll play their game um but they got away from what they do and that is running um anytime right. you have gus edwards and you have mark ingram and you have Lamar Jackson. You'd figure something is gonna break. Now Lamar was getting busy. He was at getting times, busy, but he he can't do it himself. Um, I thought their defense played poorly in in spots. Um, corners were getting beat. Safety seemed out of position at times. So I didn't know what was going on on that side of the ball when they've largely been solid.
0: Let me break this down to you how dominant Derrick Henry was. (laughs) Friggin' Tannehill was 7 for 14 and threw for 88 yards. Right. The rest of that offense was Derrick frickin' Henry, bro. Yeah. Vrabel in that Vabrel in this squad, yo, they're just sitting there like, all right, we're gonna ride this horse. They beat the Ravens we, at their own game. Until we can't no more. We just gonna we just gonna hand that bad boy off and right. we're gonna let this man pound you and get three yards, four yards, three yards, four yards, three yards, four yards. One's gonna break. Somebody's gonna break. You're gonna stop wanting to tackle him? It's gonna be it's gonna be a mess. And that's what happened in the third and the fourth quarter. Right um shout out to the titans man and that defense was hitting people yeah they were they you know, were, they were let, flying around they were flying around and laying people out and making people pay for catching that ball i remember one hit on willie sneed that man got scooped up yeah. slammed into the ground i said Woo! Yeah. yeah it was. it was just one of those games where i think that like you I, I think you hit it on it where you don't necessarily as a player always look past the game But I'm pretty sure in the back of their heads, they thought that this game was a given Mm. just because of what they've been able to do to do to teams all season. Put up three, four, five, six hundred yards passing. They they were averaging 33 points a game, 33 points a game, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they're looking back at the scoreboard and they're down 14 points. On top of that, the receivers are getting smacked up. And what I loved, what the um titans did on defense what they did was they're like all right cool well first thing we are going to do we're going to take away mark ingram Mm -hmm. we're taking him out and we're going to take away gus edwards which means lamar jackson's going to have to run now we'll let him run inside the 20s because we're going to have a a super deep safety you're not going to beat that guy Mm -hmm. but we'll let you play around inside the 20s make catches here and there but we're going to lay wood and we're going to basically contain your entire offense we're not going to try to You know We're going to do our job, we're going to stay at home, we're going to keep a deep safety, and we're going to contain you. And that's exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they made Lamar uncomfortable because when he did run, they were laying the wood.
2: Yeah, every time he was running the ball, he was getting hit. He was getting hit. And I remember back when I believe it was RG3's rookie year, it might have been Mike Tomlin that was saying um, how you stop that is you hit him every time he
0: runs. Every time he touches the ball, whether you're going out of bounds, doesn't, just just hit him, just like touch he, him.
2: Right. And, um, you know, people obviously jump to, well, that's being dirty. and this. No, 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 no. His philosophy is right. Yeah. You are not staying in the safety of that pocket. <laughs> you are deciding to run. And we're gonna going to punish you. There's some grown men out there. <laughs> you're about to get hit. You're going to get and hit. And we're going to hit you early. We're going to hit you often. And that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what they did.
0: Because, I mean... Look at these stats, bro. Like Mark Ingram, six carries, twenty-two yards. Right. When was the last time you have you you heard on this Ravens team Mark Ingram having a twenty-two yard game? When was the last time you even heard of a Gus Edwards having a three carries for twenty yard game? Right. You don't hear that. No, I
2: feel like he had that one good run. I believe it was like I don't remember what it was. It was, it was like a eight or twelve yards. Eight or something. twelve. Y- that was it. And that was it. That and, was it. And the Gus bus ran out of gas. <laughs> they they parked him back at the station. Um, like I said, right. Lamar he did get the ball out. he and, did and, and and was hitting some receivers, but again there were some there were some drops. I mean you just cannot have those nah um now obviously, and this is why as a team, okay, as a fan of a team, I'll say that. I don't like the whole bye week thing, you know, because if you think about the fact that most of their key players rested in week 17 against the Steelers. So that's one week off. Mm -hmm. Right. People like Ingram needed it because he had the calf strain. Right. Yes, sir. Um, Then you go into the actual bye week, getting ready for the second round of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, At that point, they didn't know who they were going to play. So people were making the argument of oh, they just sat back and thought they had it in the bag and this and that, da 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 No, because that whole first week, they didn't know who they were playing. Right. So I just think it was... Now, I did make the joke. I said, damn, did Harbaugh give them all three weeks off? Like, off? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they seemed like they were asleep.
0: They definitely did. Um, It was one of those things where I don't know how much time that got off over that break, but I think that they thought that... They were going to be able to quickly drop twenty-four points and be back, or be either be leading or be back in it or take it over, and it just never happened. Like you said, receivers were dropping balls. The run game wasn't there. Lamar was running and getting touched. They just couldn't get anything going, and it it just looked it just got it was just looking bad. It didn't look like like the Ravens we've been seeing all all season. No, 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 not
2: at all. And to me, that's what I attribute to possibly the long layoff yeah um i I say that too and and another reason is when you have been jumping on everybody all year and you do get that buy and there is that expectation that you're supposed to just steamroll whoever the hell it is whether it was the patriots or or the um titans you you open yourself up to that criticism oh absolutely you know what i mean if you don't get that job done Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they they didn't even remotely show up, no, to even be competitive. Th- yeah, um,
0: they deserve those
2: memes. I would, I mean, I was shocked. Uh, that's that's pretty much, I'd say the word that I can, the only word that I can use to to describe it. I'm not gonna talk crap about players or the team or whatever because they had a hell of a season. They definitely they, they, they did. fought hard. They never gave up. 14 and um, two. You know what I mean? It just they they did not show up that game, and, and, and they got what they deserved. Now, I will say this uh, when we talk about the next matchup, um, how Tennessee contained Baltimore. I would not be surprised if Kansas City does the same thing to them because let's just be real. Outside of Derrick Henry being big and strong, he's not that fast. No, he People is just a bulldozer. Up. Yeah, he's it. he's just a bulldozer. So – he he gets through those holes. A, he hits a hole fast, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how. He, he must get real small. Real low. Get through low. them holes because, he, again, he's he's not a speedster. No. But it's like people sell out to stop the run once mm. he gets to that second level it's usually nobody back there but an earl thomas safety type and yeah. he's gonna get trucked
0: and it's, it, it's and it's one of those things where it got to the point where he got stiffed armed and shrugged off to where it looked like
2: he was now he was blocking, now for, blocking
0: him. for him because <laughs> derrick henry's so strong he spun this man around and kind of used him as a lead blocker it was crazy yeah and, I, and I honestly think after, when you have a guy like that that's six three 280 almost 300 pounds coming at you and you're trying to lay you're trying to lay him out and he's hitting you just as hard or actually more in my opinion harder than you're hitting him Mm -hmm. you're gonna ease off after a while and be like nah fam i got a family to think about right so i mean we'll see what happens with the next game but yeah that was tennessee at ravens um definite shocker next game texans at chiefs now my goodness the beginning of this game was a huge shock for me, bro. Yeah.
2: How do you sit there and get up twenty four nothing? Get
0: up twenty four nothing. So, the Sean Watson had a quick strike. Yep. And who was it? Was it? Was it the? It was the Kenny Stills. was a blown coverage play where they it was yeah, a missed yeah. assignment. No, work. he was just wide. He open. was just wide open, right up the seam. Right up the seam, goes for the touchdown. And then on the next drive, Kansas City gets it, or on one of the drives, Kansas City gets it. They have a blocked punt that gets returned for a touchdown. That
2: was their first possession of the game. Yeah,
0: blocked punt, returned for, uh, return for a touchdown. And then when they finally stopped, the Texans, they had a muff punt that was picked up and then recovered. And was that returned for a touchdown or was it? It was the punt.
2: It was the first punt that was blocked and picked up for a touchdown. Exactly. When, when they, were retu- they were catching the punt. Yeah, they they were fielding fielding the punt. It was muffed. Tyreek Hill was back there. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was back there, and they sat him down,
0: and it popped out, and then they they picked it up, and yeah, yeah.
2: and they got good field position. I think they were inside the ten,
0: inside the ten, and I was just sitting there like, you gotta be kidding me, and then they scored again. Yeah. So and then after that they scored a field goal. (laughs) So we're sitting there like, what was the beginning? End of the first, first beginning of the second. (laughs) Twenty (laughs) four points to nothing. I'm just like. You got to be kidding me.
2: Yo, did you see that thing? Uh, it was a dude. I I think it was trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chiefs fan. And he was like, look, man. He was like, I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. He, right. Because he went to the game. That's right. He he's did like, go to the game. He's like, I'm clearly bad luck. luck. And he, <laughs> he left. He said, I'm going to go home and watch it on TV. Right. And then and they he turned left. it all around.
0: L- literally turned it all out. They, said,
2: they yeah. said he's the real MVP. He's
0: the real MVP. <laughs> We're going to get back to him in a second. Because when he <laughs> left second quarter, Guess Yo. what these Chiefs and Pat Mahomes does? Yo, dimes, bombs, handoffs, yeah. four straight touchdowns, bro. Yeah, how do you, how does that happen? I mean, second quarter, four straight touchdowns. You I blink was, and you, look. Like, I was watching the game. What is going on here?
2: Listen, I was watching game what? and Cameron came in. And um, I believe at that time they had just scored twenty one. He said twenty one nothing. He was like Kansas City's gonna lose. I said no, nah, it's not over yet. Nah, and this then, the, nah, this Pat Mahomes, bro, man, you gotta chill. And they came, and it was like. Okay, we're going to spot you guys 24 points. Right, we're
0: going to spot you 24 points, keep it interesting, because I sent you the meme. Like, yeah. Travis Kelsey's like, yo, watch this. What if we spotted them 24 you know, points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, yo, hear me out, right? Hear me out, right? <laughs> and then we came back and we actually really started playing. But that's what the game seemed like, bro. Yeah, it like, was
2: a whole different team. It was like a whole like they, different
0: team. Yeah, they let um,
2: the local high school suit up. Right and play the first quarter. First
0: quarter, and then it was like, "All right, cool, yeah, yeah, y'all got y'all reps. Let's let's get in here." Because they had, um, they had the Damian Williams touchdown for five yards. Yep. And then they had a, a, a Damian Williams had another touchdown. They had another touchdown run, and then they had a touchdown to Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. and then Tra- Travis Kelsey had a another. second. He had a, he had another one in the second quarter. Yep. No, he had the one, two, three. He had three in the, He had three, and then Damian Williams had the fourth. Yeah. So you're just sitting there like. Did they really just score four straight touchdowns? Actually, let's let's put things into perspective. They didn't just score four in the second quarter. They scored eight straight touchdowns, bro. No, seven, seven straight drives. Oh, seven straight drives. Yeah. So they scored touchdowns on one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven straight drives. Yeah, bro. Imagine being a D back. With the Texans, it's gonna be and just Lincoln and you're just like, like what do we do? Like what do we do? Like we're doing yeah. everything that and we
2: can. They didn't have Jonathan Joseph playing, did they? they was did. he? Because I know he was out. He the, was out. the game against um, when they played the Bills.
0: Like dog, we was just up twenty four nothing, and and now we're down. Like I don't, I don't know what to do. Like I'm looking, I'd be looking at the sideline like, like bro, like we gotta switch something up. Like like what's the right. problem? It the, was just one of those games where you just had to sit back and laugh and be like, yo, Andy Reid and this team. Like, yeah. that's the first team to come back from – no, I think that's one of two teams to come back from that much of a deficit to win a playoff game. Yeah. But what's crazy is – I think was is, second to do it.
2: So they were down 24 points. They ended up winning 51 31 and still covered a 10 point spread. Still so covered a 10 point what spread. The hell? Like, what, what is that? That's one of those things where you claw your way back, hope to tie it up, go to overtime, and then sneak out of there by right. just something. I mean, they just. They
0: put their foot on the gas and didn't. and, and just kept going. Like,. Pat Mahomes is a Ferrari. Um, you can you might be able to stop him for a little bit at this point, but you're not stopping him the whole damn game. No, you're not going to shut him down. You're not shutting him down. Um, Travis Kelsey, you're not shutting him down.
2: No, well, and then especially once um, because they were double covering him, and he
0: was still getting open. But then there one uh, the Texans defender got hurt. Oh, um, it was the um, what was, was it? It was a linebacker. Something he got when he when he went out. He eventually came back when he went out. They they just started cooking.
2: Yeah, and and Romo and them were saying. I, I think it was Romo that had that game. Yeah, he was like, go to Travis Kelsey every play. Every play, they yeah. can't they can't put a DB on him that's gonna stop him. Nope. And n- Everything you threw to him, if it was in his catch radius, he was catching the ball, bro. Like that was a ridiculous game.
0: Yeah, um Pat Mahomes, twenty-three of thirty-five, three hundred and twenty-one yards. Um, he had fifty three yards with his own legs. Um yeah, Travis Kelsey, ten catches, 134 yards, three touchdowns. Sammy Watkins had two catches for seventy six. I forgot Sammy Watkins was even there because I don't watch Kansas City that much. This right. dude still got the burners. Yeah, he does. Still got the burners. Tyreek Hill, three catches, forty one yards. He had a couple of decent plays after I mean, after the muff punt, but yeah, this this is a high powered offense, um, and you know what? I'm pulling for Andy Reid, man. Yeah. Especially as a former Eagles
2: coach, he yeah. needs this. Get get this man his chip. Yeah, I was texting with my dad, and um, yeah, he's a Niners fan. Yeah, but I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I'd like to see Andy Reid get one. Cause I mean, he's had some good teams mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Oh, he had some and, great teams, especially with you know,
0: Macklin Jackson towards the back end of McNabb's career. Like we've right. had some. T.O. was there. T.O. was the there at one point. One yeah. Friggin' Brian Dawkins. You had Deuce Staley, Um, friggin' um LeSean McCoy. All those guys, man. It was it was great teams. It's just, in my opinion, he's due. And LaShawn McCoy's back on Kansas City. He's back on Kansas so City, he but needs you need one too. But I don't. I don't even think I saw him on the field.
2: Um, I don't believe. Well, who's their other running back that they it's, have?
0: It's Damian Williams, LaShawn McCoy, and I don't remember the other guy. That nah, was name. another dude, but he got some playing
2: time. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think McCoy was hurt.
0: No, I don't think it was hurt. You know what? You know what the issue is. Andy Reid knows. Sean McCoy carries that ball He's wide. A he, he didn't want that fumble. Yeah, I, I bet you they weren't down 24 <laughs> He want that nothing. fumble. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. Game. And Philly fans know what I'm talking about when we talking about Andy Reid. Anytime there leaves a meeting, you guys have a good game, this man's buying you some cheeseburgers. Yeah. I guarantee you after that first quarter, <laughs> nobody was getting cheeseburgers after that game. Towards the end of that game, <laughs> everybody got about four or five cheeseburgers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was it was a great game. I loved it. Yeah, it was. I it loved was it. it was it was entertaining for sure. Definitely. So that was that was Chiefs, Texans. Yeah, man. Chiefs, Texans, and that was the fourth game, if I believe oh no. Uh the last game, Seahawks. Uh Seahawks Packers. at Packers. Um Go Pack Go. That's what I gotta say about that one. Um <laughs> yeah, I sound a little salty because of what happened with, you know, Jadavian Clowney and Carson Wentz, but um Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers things. Um, granted, he's not the same Aaron Rodgers he was two years ago, three years ago, even four or five years ago, but he still did what he had to do to get it done. Yep. Um, 16 for 27, 243 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Aaron Jones is now the lead back. Um, that kid is a problem. Yeah, he's good. Um, dude has quick feet. He's very fast. Once he hits the hole, he gets open. Um, I love I love what that kid was doing. And Devontae Adams, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care who your D-backs are. You're not You're not stopping them. That man was getting busy. Um, also, what's his face? Um, Seahawks were making mistakes. Hollister had that fumble. Um, and, you know, even though it was not a clear recovery, I don't know if you remember that play, where it was um, two Green Bay players and then one Seahawks defender there uh, after the fumble, after the dude got hit and scooped Oh, it right, yeah. And there was, there was no clear recovery. When you clearly saw the, the friggin' um, Green Bay defender holding the ball and mm-hmm. craziness, but I just think that they showed up, and it's Lambo and it's cold. Granted, uh, a lot of people don't know that that field is actually heated, um, just so it doesn't feel like concrete because it was like 22 degrees outside. Right, yeah, and, but,
2: and they put the... They put the tarp over, like, if there's any. Because I think they had snow in the forecast. They did. And they had those heaters, too, that blow up under that tarp.
0: Yep. Um, And then, you know, the Seahawks started catching those PIs because you can't stop Devontae Adams. Right. They had issues with Jimmy Graham. And that's another player that people forget about. Jimmy Graham, that that dude catches balls. Yeah. So it was one of those things where they were just outclassed on offense. Yeah, they were. And there was just nothing they can do.
2: See, but here's the thing, like. Seahawks defense never scared me like all year. Uh Um, Yeah, I get it. They got Jadavian Clowney, which which obviously helped their pass rush, right? But overall, I mean, you have. Who's their linebacker? I'm thinking of. Um, uh,
0: what's that guy's name? Uh, ch- d- 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 I'm oh, drawing a
2: d- blank right now. Uh,
0: give me, give me. A second. He, he was
2: like one of the originals. You know yeah, what I mean? Like uh, so, Legion
0: of Boom. Let's see. Oh. Yeah.
2: Um. Damn. It's like I'm thinking of his name. It's like right on the of what W. Tongue. No.
0: It is Bobby Wagner. Yep. Yeah, Wagner. they still got Bobby Wagner. Uh, they right, got, and yeah. they but they got I KJ mean, Wright still. The, they got KJ Wright there.
2: Right, so they got a few pieces, but like overall, like I said, their 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 defense doesn't scare me. And now the one thing I would say. Obviously, Rodgers is the X factor going into that game. Absolutely, right? um, because the last few games of the season he was inconsistent. He was mm-hmm. overthrowing people. Yes, he was, um, and especially in that in that Lions game, oh, he God, had dude. he had their running back uh, went out on a wheel route on a yeah on a wheel route to the right side. Yeah, he was open in the end zone, and Rodgers overthrew him by like three or four yards. Crazy. There was another one. Um. Who's their other receiver? It's not, um, it's not Devonte Adams. It's the other dude, Geronimo Allison, yeah. I believe it was. Yep. I think he he went because I believe the Lions were playing his zone. He uh-huh. went and he found the soft spot in the zone and wide open. Rogers overthrew him. Yep. So I mean, there was the, he was so inconsistent mm-hmm. that I thought like, not this is the beginning of the end of Rodgers, but right. I just was like, what in the hell is going on? That I I was like, if that shows up. I still think Seattle's defense is opportunistic, and they can pick you off, Um, and then not only that, but take advantage of that and Mm -hmm. wear your defense down, but I thought Green Bay played solid all the way
0: around. They definitely did, and it was one of those things where the only thing that honestly kept the Seahawks in that game was the fact that, you know the green bay defense even though it's better than it it's been in the past they were gassed at the end of that game cuz russell wilson was running oh yeah and running Runnin', yeah. and running and this dude was creating creating space creating plays and doing things to get them you know within striking distance of actually winning the thing right but in the end aaron rodgers does aaron rodgers things and closes it out yeah what
2: was the final score was it 28
0: 23 or 20 yeah yeah it was 28 23 yeah so i mean Yeah, I think the Seahawks, you know, they definitely have they definitely have an offense. They really got to fix that offensive line, though, because there's no reason you should have Russell Wilson scrambling left, scrambling right, uh, uh, rolling out left, rolling out right because of how bad your line is. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to give this guy time to sit in the pocket and actually make a decent throw. I mean, granted, he's been doing it for the past two, three years, but at some point, age is going to set in and where it's not going to work on you anymore, and you're going to get the kid hurt. Right. you get the guy hurt. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Seahawks at Packers. So, so my,
2: my favorite, real quick, my favorite takeaway, for those who haven't heard it, was at Marshawn Lynch. Oh, I forgot about that. Press yes, conference at yes, the sir. Uh, so we're going to play this. It's on, well, it's everywhere, but here it is. Go ahead.
1: Solid. They're pretty solid. Boss. Come back next year? I mean, we'll see what's happening. But look, I'll say like this, though, right? It's a vulnerable time for a lot of these young dudes, you feel me? They don't be taking care of their chicken, right? You feel me? So (laughs) if it was me, or if I had an opportunity to let these little, uh, Young Sahibs, know something. I say take care of y'all money, African, because that shit don't last forever. Now, I done been on the other side of a retirement, and it's good when you get over there and you can do what you want to. So I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, you go ahead and take care of yourself. So while y'all at it right now, take care of y'all bodies. You know what I mean? Don't take care of y'all chicken. You feel me? Don't take care of y'all mentals because, look, we ain't lasting that long. Uh, You know, I had a couple of players that I played with that, you know what I mean? They no longer here no more. They no longer. So, I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies, and y'all chicken for when y'all, you know, ready to walk away. You walk away and you be able to do what you want to do. But I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good day.
2: And that was <laughs> March Yeah, man. So I mean what he was saying is, is true, but I just still thought it right. was funny.
0: And allow me to translate for a second. So basically what Marshawn was saying, <laughs> he was saying making sure that you're you're mentally strong, you know, um mental health is a serious thing. Um making sure that you are okay as an individual, you know, because football's a brutal sport. Oh for you gotta sure. make sure that you're like you're 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 mentally there, that you're there and present in the game. Not only that. He's talking. He was also talking about, when he's talking about taking care of your chicken, taking care of your money, he's, talk, I mean, he's basically talking about making sure you're not throwing your money away on dumb stuff.
2: Yeah, because you're not going to get it forever. You're not going
0: to get it forever because once you leave the league, I mean, you're leaving with what's left in your bank account. Right. So making sure you have that money left. And, and I
2: mean, there are the NFL pensions and all that there, stuff. There's stuff like
0: that, but, I mean, eh, sometimes guys get themselves into really bad situations. Big time. Um, you know, and just throw money away and do dumb stuff with it. So he's just making—he's just letting people know, and especially well, essentially letting the younger players know, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, making sure you're taking care of your money, so you can be able to do what you want. You know, when you're when everything's said and done, and you're out of the league. That's all he was trying to say. But the way he said it was legendary, Marshawn Lynch, and the yeah. way and 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 in the end, in my opinion, he's a classy dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does some things where. You know, we might rub people the wrong way, but at the end because of the day. Because but it's just what it is. It, it is what it is. But he's going to do what he feels is right. He's going to do what he feels needs to be done. Um, and he does not apologize just, about it. And he it. doesn't apologize about it, and, 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 and rightfully so. He's going to sit back. He's going to eat them Skittles, and he's <laughs> going to do Marshawn Lynch and be beast mode, and mm-hmm. I respect that. Hats off to Marshawn Lynch. I really enjoy watching that dude, and he, oh, yeah. he's a, one of the greatest running backs of my lifetime. Recently. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right, so that was a divisional round. So let's
0: go ahead and get into the championship round. Conference championships. We got Titans at Chiefs at 3.05. Um, Both on, games are on Sunday. On Sunday. So let's talk. Let's, let I want you to give your pick. Who do you got winning this game? I'm going to go Chiefs.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, not, not because the Titans are a lesser opponent. No. But – they're playing an arrowhead. Yes, they are. Um, it's
0: very loud there.
2: Very loud. Um I just think at the end of the day, Kansas City's offense is too much for the Titans defense to
0: sustain throughout the entire game. <laughs> Look at the Ravens, dude. Right. Look at last week. And they have a good they have one of the best defenses literally um in the league. I mean, but Look what they were – I mean, look what the Titans did to to them. So, I mean, it is what it is. But if you sit there and think about it, um, look at these Chiefs. Um, They're just dominant. I mean, look back at the game where – because everybody thought it was going to be Ravens-Chiefs. Look at what the Chiefs did to the Ravens in their secondary. Right. Decimated these men. Now, I'll
2: say this. I think Derrick Henry still runs for buck 25, maybe two touchdowns. But – I think Kansas city is going to figure out how to contain that and force Tannehill to throw. And, right. that, and, and, and that's not um, a slight to Tannehill, no. but Tannehill hasn't had to drop back right. and throw 25, 30, 35 times a right. game because he's always had like, you know, because Henry has been able to, to run and, and keep them honest. Mm-hmm. Um, if, it starts to get out of hand to where henry is just gashing him and gashing him and gashing him i don't know that kansas city has a defense i'll put it like this they don't have a defense to completely shut down that offense no um but i think they have enough to get it done with along with their high powered offense that i don't think tennessee can stop
0: right i think they just have uh, I agree with you. I think the Chiefs are going to take this. I just think they have too many dynamic players Mm -hmm. um, for the Titans to be able to stop them. I don't care. Like I said in the last last segment, um, I don't care who you put on Travis Kelsey. He's still getting open. Um, I don't care who you put on Tyreek Hill. He's still burning your best he's corner. Just, he's just too fast. You can, um, you, right. can, you can hang a safety up there. Right. He's still going to figure it out. And that's just two guys. Don't forget about Sammy freaking Watkins. That dude yeah. is the definition of burners. Yep. So that with Damian Williams as a solid running back, there's there's not much you can do. And then Pat Mahomes, you really haven't seen an arm like that since the Marinos, the, even the McNabs, oh, and, yeah. and, and guys like that, where this dude can throw the ball out of the stadium. Um, there's not much you're going to be able to do because one thing Andy Reid absolutely does well is scheme guys open and puts his players on offense in the best position to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that the Titans can't win this thing because they're a lesser team because they proved last week they're clearly not a lesser team. Um, they know what they're doing. Shout out to Vrabel and, and what they've been able to do um, by making a quarterback change and, and bringing Tannehill in and and dominating. Um, the way that the Titans can win this game, like you said before, it's on Derrick Henry's back. If he can continue to have a stellar game like he had against the Ravens mm-hmm. and carry dudes and, and force guys to pull up in third and fourth quarter, um, it's going to be tough for the Chiefs to win, but the Chiefs are one of those teams where they're not built off of their defense. They're built off of a high-powered offense, and they're just going to continue to score and score and score until they can't score no more. Right. So, I, I mean, I'm— uh, score wise I'm going to say I'm going to call this 42-17. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go 42-17. I was thinking 42-21, but I was I was going I'm leaning more towards 42-17.
2: Yeah, so I'm thinking Kansas City uh, so just cuz it's Arrowhead. I'll say like 34-21. Okay. Kansas City wins. Mhm. Um yeah, and so for the interest of time, because we got to wrap up the show, mm-hmm. we'll move into the other game, which is San Francisco versus Green Bay. Green That's Bay. That's in San Francisco. That's in, yeah, it is in San
0: Francisco. Yeah. I think that the Niners— Santa are, Clara. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Niners are going to win this game just because of the fact that they are a run heavy uh, offense and they and their defense is stellar. Um I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get hit a lot. Yes. I also think that these Niners are going to dominate time of possession. To where they're just going to continue to keep Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on the sideline. I think that's going to be the crux of their game plan. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, like I said, laying wood on Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and doing their best to try to slow down Devontae Adams and um and um what's his face and uh and Jones mm-hmm. and Adam Jones. But um yeah that I, I have the Niners winning this one. I don't think it's going to be a runaway game. No. I'm going to say this is a, this is going to be like 27-20.
2: Yeah, so so I'm going 49ers um for pretty much much of the same reasons. Um I I just don't see Rodgers staying upright too often unless oh, no. he's throwing the ball away. Nick uh, Bosa and that, yeah. that
0: that defensive front, Jesus.
2: Yeah. Um I'm going with relatively the same score. That's what I I'm, I'm thinking the 24 20 ish. Yeah. You know, I'd say between 17 and 21 right. is, is what I think Green Bay can score. Um, I just think it's going to be one of those games where, yeah, I think that's going to be their game plan is to keep Rodgers on the sideline. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Jimmy G can get them moving. So. He can. He definitely, so, definitely can. Yeah. So I'm predicting Super Bowl is going to be Kansas City versus San Francisco.
0: Um, and isn't that the same Super Bowl? No. Is that the same Super Bowl match as the first Super Bowl? Mm, Let me look. I don't – I thought it was Green
2: Bay. I think you're right. I think it might have been Green Kansas Bay. City.
0: Super Bowl 1. Oh, you're right. It was. I'm sorry. It was Chiefs-Packers. Never mind. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be Niners-Kansas niners, City. Um And that's going to be a good game to watch. It's going to be like a stout ground game versus a high-powered passing game. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see who who comes out of that one. But that will be a great Super Bowl to watch. And I am a huge fan of Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. But, um, yeah, so there you go.
2: Yep, and just real quick before we jump off here, I want to give a shout out to the LSU Tigers Yo, for beating the Clemson Tigers yesterday.
0: Facts. Um, shout out to LSU and that style defense, bro. Um, they were they were doing a thing, and shout out to Joe Burrow. This dude was dude, been dropping dimes, yeah, like he's hitting good. guys in stride, doing all that crazy stuff. And and, and, and no disrespect to Trevor Lawrence, because that dude is going to do great things in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's tall, he's fast, and has a beautiful arm. Um, it just wasn't his night. It, he just ran up against a, a a juggernaut in a defense and a, and a decent offense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: yeah. So, in the words of Coach O, go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, man. So, that's episode 28, 28. of the Average Sports Guys podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, you can go to our website, averagesportsguys.com, Check the it links out. to. Um, our podcast, how to get a hold of us, um, all that stuff is there. Again, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week with the Super Bowl edition of the Average Woo! Sports Guys podcast. Let's now go. That'll be episode 29. So, we out. We out.